Welcome to Stirring Words, where health and fitness experts Kim Taylor and Judy Ulrey explore God's wisdom on wellness. Listen in now on their weekly phone conversation. Miss Kimberly! Judy, how are you doing this fine day? Oh my goodness, I think I'm going to just sing a little song. It's so Uh good to talk to you. It's always sort of a high point of my week. So it's great to hear your voice, and I look forward to uh, the continuation of your words of wisdom on how we can best renew our mind. Because I tell you, there are some times when my mind could use some renewing, right, sister? Yes, yes, exactly. Mind under renovation, I tell you. But you know, God, we wouldn't have that. it any other. We wouldn't have it any other way because we want the fullness of God's blessings on our wellness journey. So, sister, will you open us up in prayer, and we will go ahead and yes. get started this week's uh, session. Yes, ma'am. It is a privilege. Gracious Heavenly Father, in the powerful name of Jesus the Christ, we come before you. We take time to listen. We take time to say, Spirit, speak. We take time, Lord Jesus, to contritely confess that many, many times our minds need renewal. And yet we come in profound gratitude that you help us renew our mind, that your word renews our minds, that your truths renew our minds and therefore uplift our spirit. So we come before you in these next few moments. I lift up my dear, dear, dear sister, Kim, that you would speak through her, that you would anoint her, that you would give her the words you want us to hear. For we pray it in the name and the power and for the glory of Jesus the Christ. Amen. Amen. Wonderful, wonderful prayer. We always want to invite the power of God into our lives, into our conversation, because we know that without him, we can do nothing. But with him, we can do everything that he calls us to do. So um, I just want to start out, sister, uh, by reading the focus scriptures for today, because I just want to mention, and you already alluded to our topic today, because we're continuing our conversation on renewing our minds. And that actually comes from Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2, and it reads, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your body a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service, and do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And I just think about the five steps because that's what we're, we've been covering for the last several weeks, the process by which we lose weight to take back your temple weight. And we use our process called ARISE, and it's five steps to it. And each letter stands for a particular step. So the A stands for anchor yourself in God. 
the R for renew your mind, the I for invest in slimming foods that satisfy you, the S, slim, stretch, and strengthen your body, and then the E, which is expect, test, and be prepared. So we've actually been for the past several weeks talking about aspects of renewing our mind. We've been talking about how to measure our progress and how to look at the scale in a different way. That's part of mind renewal. We've been talking about establishing your why. But this week, I really want to talk about the power of your confession. Because if our listeners are anything like I was, a lot of the things that I said when I was in bondage to myself were things that were in disagreement with what God's word says. So I think about the scripture Amos, which is chapter 3, verse 3, and that says, can two walk together unless they are agreed? And I think of that in practical terms because we always want to walk in agreement with what God's word says so that we can act in obedience and obtain God's blessings. So one of the things that I really want us to think about in this session is what are you saying when you talk to yourself? Again, what are you saying? When you talk to yourself, are you saying things to yourself that you wouldn't dare say to your best friend? Are you saying things about yourself that you would not dare say to your best friend? And I believe that, Judy, I've mentioned this before, and I remember distinctly when I was 12 years old and calling myself fat. Now that I'm much older, obviously, I think to myself, would I have said those words, those unkind words to a friend of mine? No, but I said it about myself and to myself without a second thought. So that is one thing that I want us and and our listeners to always ask ourselves, what are you saying when you talk to yourself and ensuring that what you are saying to yourself is in agreement with what God's word says. So, Judy, I'm just curious, when you are a younger woman, and you may have had a different experience, I'm not sure, but when you are a younger woman, did you ever say things to yourself about yourself that were unkind, like I did when I called myself um, fat at that time? Did you ever have that experience? I would say I had the experience, only it was a little different, in that it wasn't about myself as much as it was about how I perceived the world, how I perceived circumstances. Um, and so as as a kid, I learned early for reasons we don't need to go into, but but I know I've shared on this podcast before that I had sort of a tough home life. And so I learned early that the only safe place was when I'm alone. And so that nurtured a sense of independence, which has its upside, but also can start, can, can begin a process of lack of connection. Today, it's a little bit similar in that I assess 
situations. And as we've discussed, for me, it's not eating necessarily, but I can easily trigger to anger. And the lie or what I'm telling myself is, I don't have enough money. I don't have enough time. This is, this is not acceptable. It, it's judgment. And so for me, as I renew my mind or, or try to renew my mind, the, the new thought, the true thought, the truth is God is sovereign. So instead of, um, I, I don't have enough or you're taking too much of my time, the transformative thought is God is sovereign. He directs my path. I am in the right place at the right time. And if there is a delay, may God's will be done. Amen. Wonderful, wonderful. And and what you said actually just triggered something because I believe that a lot of people um, have that feeling of not enough and that, mm-hmm. that those thoughts and, and speaking of out of lack. You know, either I, I'm not enough or I don't have enough. And see, with God, we have more than enough. And so I love how you've turned that around to speak things, as we've mentioned, that are in agreement with what God says. And so that really is what I'm trying to get across in this is session, is that we want to speak the things out loud, speak out our vision, speak out our why in our own voice, and speak statements about ourselves and our destiny that are in accordance with what God's word says. So I actually want to give a few examples, and these are some things that I have, confessions that I wrote on my own weight loss journey that helped to renew my mind according to what God says, because I learned on my own journey that confession means to say the same. And so I always want to ensure that the words that come out of my mouth are words that I have been meditating on in my heart because that's what Jesus said, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So we want to be sure that, first of all, we're meditating on the right things in our heart because that's what's going to come out of us. So here are some statements that I wrote on my own journey, and I want our listeners to ponder these and ensure that they are walking in agreement with God through the words that are coming out of their mouths. So here are some things, like here's one. I am created in the image of God, and I praise him. And see, to me, That reminds us, because Genesis says that we were created in the image of God, but rather than leaving it there and saying, I'm created in the image of God, we also want to focus on praise for creating us in his image. That is such an honor, because that we serve a mighty God. We serve a glorious God, and he created us in his image. So it's an honor to carry the image of God to those people in the world who do not yet know him. So I think that is a wonderful confession to speak. I am created in the image of God, and I praise him. And then another statement, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. (laughs) 
And that actually comes from Psalm chapter 139, verse 14. So when those negative critical thoughts try to come up where you start complaining about maybe the size of your hips or your thighs or whatever, then you combat that by speaking a confession that is in agreement with the word of God. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. And how about this one? My body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. And see, this is, I actually took it a step further. I put my body is the temple of the Holy Spirit because God's Spirit lives in me. I have infinite wisdom available to me. And so that helps to combat those times when you're telling yourself, oh, I just don't know what to do. Um, I'm a failure. I know this is never going to work. Well, that reminds you that you're not alone in your problems, but you've got God's very spirit living on the inside of you. And he made us a promise that if we lack wisdom, all we have to do is ask. So when we confess that we have infinite wisdom available to us, then that's a reminder, hey, in the midst of my problem, I can always seek God for answers. And, you know, Judy, there's such power in ensuring that the, our confession is in agreement with what God says. So this is one more. And I um just and I'm just curious and you've already actually shared some of the confessions that you that you say to yourself when the enemy tries to put those negative self defeating statements in your mind, but let me just go ahead and share this one too. Because this actually comes from one of my favorite scriptures of all times. And it comes from Ephesians chapter three, verse um twenty. And this confession says, God can do exceedingly abundantly above all that I can ask or think according to the power that works in me. I invite him to demonstrate his power in my life today. So Judy, just speaking that word, God can do exceedingly abundantly above all that I can ask or think I don't know about you, but if those thoughts of lack or not enough come up, to me, that's like the kapow, you know, uh, punch, get out of here, Satan. Scripture confession that helps me to renew my mind that, hey, with God, I am more than enough. So I was just curious, um, with that particular statement, did you feel the power to remind yourself about what God can do, even though you may be seeing lack around you or in other people or within yourself to expand your vision about what God can do? I just have to thank you, my dear Sister Kim, because these are all so powerful. And before I share my thoughts and a couple of confessions that that I would share as a response to what you've shared. Would you share that last one again? Because it is so powerful. I just want, I want, and I would like our listeners to hear it again. The one from sure. Ephesians 320. Yes, because I felt the power surge myself. God can do exceedingly abundantly above all that I can ask or think according to the power 
that works in me. I invite him to demonstrate his power in my life today. I just hope everybody wrote that wrote that down. And if you didn't, press rewind and play it as many times as you need to write that down. That is just powerful stuff. And why? Because it's the word of God. You are Amen. speaking out loud the word of God. And there's just nothing to add. What I would say, given what I've shared, that I can go into anxiety, which goes into anger, is if, in fact, we speak and believe that God can do exceeding abundantly greater than we could ever ask or think, then the next confession for me might be, I am a contented sheep abiding in his green pastures. Mm, If we believe, brothers and sisters, that God is sovereign, that God loves us, that God can do exceeding abundantly greater than we could even imagine or ask, why would we ever try to hold the reins? Why would we ever try to call the shots? Why would we ever doubt God's timing? And why would we ever wander from the green pastures to go exploring somehow on our own? What, what an amazing God we serve, and he loves us, Kim. He wants the best for us, and when we go into doubt or um, self-abuse, I'm not good enough, I don't have enough, there isn't enough time, it, it's doubting his goodness and his ability, his shepherdness. Yes. Yes, absolutely, Judy. Absolutely. And and when you really think about confession and you brought up about the Lord being our shepherd and being sheep of his pasture, to me again that comes back to the idea of walking in agreement with him. Because Jesus promised us, he said, my sheep hear my voice, I know them, and they follow me. So as sheep of the Lord's pasture, we are listening for the voice of our shepherd, and rather than being in disagreement with him and wandering off on our own, our own way, then we decide that not only are we going to walk in agreement with him, but we will also speak in agreement with him. And it's actually a scripture. Let me see if I can bring it up really quickly because I just thought about it. And it talked about how the Israelites were so stubborn. And it talked about their desire to just go off Um, all by themselves and do their own thing. And here it is. It's Hosea, and it's chapter 4, and it's verse 16. 
And let's talk about this really quickly because I think it really um, goes along with our desire to walk in agreement with God. But this is a picture of Israel. They weren't walking in agreement. So this is how the prophet Hosea, Hosea described Israel. And again, Hosea chapter 4, verse 16. He says, For Israel is stubborn, like a stubborn calf. Now the Lord will let them forage like a lamb in open country. And when I read that, I read this a while back, and I said to myself, oh, my goodness, what happens to lambs in open country? Well, if a lamb is out in open country and a shepherd is not nearby, then they are vulnerable to any predators that are out there because they're out there all by themselves. They're not under the care of a good shepherd. So we ourselves, when we walk in disagreement and speak words to ourselves that are contrary to what the word of God says about us, then it's almost like we have become lambs in open country. Because when we speak words that are contrary to the word of God, then that leaves the door open to the enemy coming in with his lies. And next thing we know, we start believing the lies and going in the direction that he wants us to go in versus the direction that God wants us to go in. So I think that deciding that we are going to walk in agreement with what God says is a key to renewing our minds and walking in the health, healing, and wholeness that God wants for us. So since we've been talking about the power of our confession, then I have a challenge for us this week. And I asked this question several times throughout our session, but here's the question again that I want you to ponder this week. What are you saying when you talk to yourself. And I would like you to actually go back and listen to some of the confessions, examples that I gave. And I invite you also this week is to think about the confessions that you are making to yourself. And if you notice that they are out of agreement with what God's word says, then I invite you to write out your own confessions that you can speak into your situation that will help you to know what the will of God is in your life and to renew your mind to that. Because the word says that we are transformed by the renewing of our minds so that we may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And that is what God wants for us. And so we want to be sure that, once again, that we're walking in agreement with him. So this week, pay attention to the confessions that are coming out of your mouth. And if they're not in agreement with what God's word says, then write out your own confessions that are in agreement. Because we always want to walk in agreement with our dear Savior. So I'm going to go ahead and pray us out for this week. Gracious Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, Lord, what a precious gift that you have given us in your word. Your word is a lamp to our feet 
and a light to our path. And we thank you, Lord, that because we have your word, that we no longer have to walk in darkness, but we have the light of life. So, Lord, we thank you so much that our dear Savior, Jesus Christ, died so that we may have life in abundance. And we know that it is in him that we live and we have our being. We move, we have our being. And we thank you so much, Lord, that we follow Jesus Christ, who is the way, who is the truth, and who is the life. And we recognize that it is only through him that we have a relationship with you. So, Lord, I pray that you enlighten our listeners with the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of you so that they can immediately recognize truth from the enemy's lies and that they will decide in their own hearts that they will walk in the truth and not according to the lies and help them, Lord, in every single respect of their lives that they will walk in agreement with you so that they may prove what is that good and acceptable and will that you have already established before the foundation of the world. So we thank you, Lord, and we give you honor, praise, and glory in all things. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen, sister. So well, can I share with you what confession I'm going to chant recite this week yes please especially when things are going somehow some way that judy is going oh this isn't quick enough this isn't good enough this isn't right that judge judy is is sort of tapping her toe (laughs) my confession is going to be these circumstances are the good and acceptable and perfect will of god i accept this as part of his sovereign will. Amen. I love that. I love that. I might have to swipe that one from you, too. <laughs> you can I have it. That. You have okay. a great week. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Stirring Words. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you don't miss a session. And please tell your friends about us. If you'd like to dig deeper into this week's message, you can reach Kim at TakeBackYourTemple.com and Judy at HolyHealthClub.com. Until next week, may you be stirred by God's transformative word. 